Welcome to another episode of Threefold Collective. My name is Jay Cruz. And I'm Julie Cruz. Today, we're going to talk about how multi-level marketing and direct sales can ruin your marriage. Mm. It's pretty, pretty hardcore, especially when what? When, when I did direct sales and multi-level marketing and also you did too as well and you currently yep are and we're fans we're fans of the network marketing B- big fans of it mm-hmm. but it's important to talk about the things that can ruin it yes ruin your marriage no doubt that there's a big benefit to it being able to work from home being able to make an income being able to provide for your family and do it from home yeah. and still take care of Take care of things and be a mom, be your own boss. Mm-hmm. Right. What are the things that as we've never, how, how many years have you been doing? Yeah. So I've been, oh gosh, it's been like what, six years maybe now that I've been a part of a multi-level marketing direct sales. Um, yeah. So l- let me start actually, let's t- say some history. So I think I had a part in helping Julie have the entrepreneur mindset. Like, let me make money on my own without the in a non-traditional way when she was a stay-at-home mom because she's no longer stay-at-home mom I would consider her a full-on business professional <laughs> I mean, thanks oh you're welcome mm-hmm. uh I said hey you're at home I would come home it's hard day's work I would come home and in appearance sake okay we had twins okay my wife took the just out of toddler age kindergarten first grader to school she had toddlers at home when I would come home just things weren't the way that I felt like they should have been the house was a mess is what he's saying I'm, I'm trying to be nice don't no I? it's okay you don't have to sugarcoat it <laughs> okay and I was sitting down and she was sitting down babies were asleep and she was like on Facebook or whatever social media was at the time this which in my defense was the been. first time I had sit down all day but he was coming home and seeing that let me tell the story. Okay. Let me tell from my perspective. All right. I mean, it could have been MySpace. It was so long ago. It probably was MySpace. <laughs> so. We're old. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. Vintage. I like yeah. to say vintage. So from my perspective, it felt like all you're doing all day is scrolling social media. And I said, I encouraged her. I said, hey, I don't want you to go get a job, but I do want you to find ways to make an income from home, whatever that might be. Julie took it seriously and she said, oh, well, okay, let me coupon. So I think from watching TV, you saw like the extreme couponers and it's like, well, what it can I do? It was a thing. Oh, it was so cool because she would go to like CVS uh-huh. and for $5 buy like a year's worth of like shampoo, toothpaste and like deodorant. And I was like, I was, I was pretty good at it. Yeah. I was stoked on that. It was, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I think you, I don't remember whether you got tired of it. Or whether it just, the challenge was like, oh, I get money. I get these things for. I don't know. I stopped like pretty fast and I don't remember why, but. You did it for like eight months. Yeah. Like that we was. Had, we had a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I think, stockpile. I think that's what it was. I mm-hmm. think we had so much stuff. Literally, we had deodorant, shampoo, we soap and stuff for like a year or two mm-hmm. from couponing. So I encourage you guys to. Yeah, it works. Just a little bit. The next thing you did, I think one Christmas, a little bit after that, you said, oh, let me make these gifts for my family. And it was like these mason jars. Yeah. And at the time they were pretty new, like nobody had done like mason jars in the form of a tumbler. And so I 
put rope with my hand people's names on these and everybody was like wow these are so awesome I love them so much do you um can you make these for my friends and so that was like my second adventure into okay I'm gonna try and make some money from home and uh, so house of jars was born and that was a crazy man okay you did literally like stupid crazy good like you did so well mm-hmm. in a year probably you did it for a year and a half maybe two years yeah, I was a stay-at-home mom. That was my first priority. But then I had started this business from home. That was a handmade business, which takes time, lots of time. I was, every single jar was handmade. And I was like not prepared for the amount of orders I was getting. Your problem is, is that you cared about your customers so much. Yeah. That you would go out of your way to make sure that the my problem. product, the the product, I mean, it's it's not a problem. It's, it's yeah. a good problem to have, but it's a problem when it becomes the priority. So Julie was working on these jars all day long. She'd be up at midnight and I would go to sleep by myself and yeah. like I mean, taking care of 18 hour work days. I would work consistently every single day. It was craziness. And, but I felt like a sense of this is mine. I created this. I started this company like it is my baby. And I was, I, I was like, real, I was proud of that, but it was also very hard on the family because then I was neglecting literally everything else in my life and only working on the jars. So at some point I said, Hey, you have to give this up. And, and I realized my health was really deteriorating. Yeah, and that was like, that what was we just said turning in the last point. podcast where you talked about where you were eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the time. Yeah. Where you were eating out and you'd hide it from me. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That was the time where I, I didn't see all that, but I saw you and I was like, okay, this is literally unhealthy. This job is killing you. And like what I say, customer service and take care of your customer was a problem was you cared so much that, that it churned more business because they saw how yeah. much care you took. So you got more business, but you were doing it all on your own and you spent so much time. You spent way too much time in that. So when I say direct sales or multi-level marketing will ruin your marriage. This is one of those things where I'm talking about where it's great that you are contributing to the family. That's like amazing. I, I, and I applaud anybody, man, woman, child, whatever it is that you contribute to the family, especially if you create it on your own, that's Mm -hmm. freaking amazing. And I love that you did that. And I will sing your praises all day long. You are crazy talented and you care about people. And I do sort of miss it sometimes. you know, that's kind of why I fell in love with you. You showed me that same care. Yeah. I get it every day, people. You guys get mm-hmm. it in small doses. But it did, it, in, in my defense, it really did teach me how to take care of a customer, how to yeah. build a relationship, how to, so that kind of transitioned into me realizing my health is so bad. I'm sitting at a desk for 18 hours a day. I am not getting sleep. I am not eating because I'm working so much. And my health is, it's so bad. And so it kind of got to the point where I didn't have a choice. And so that was when I let go of House of Jars. And I went into my first ever, because I don't count Mary Kay back in the day, (laughs) my first ever uh, multi-level marketing company. And I really did, I mean, I jumped in with all, you know, I jumped in full force because I was committed to my trying to get healthy and I worked really, really hard. And the person who I signed up with taught me something 
in the very beginning. Um, well, I'll ask you a question. Yeah, got, she, got yeah. your line of, of thinking of why you do your business. Yeah. A little and bit it was more. the first time someone had ever asked me why, like, what is the why behind why you want this business to work? Like what? And it really made me think like, wow, like, what is it that makes me want to work so hard? And so that was the first time on my vision board I put, I want to bring Jay home because I knew how, how hard he was working for us. I saw him commute. I saw him working really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I want to be the one who helps bring him home and kind of takes off that burden from his shoulders. And so I put that on my vision board and you guys, I worked mm-hmm. hard for it. And I think in that instance, um, we, we went through some things where I was working really hard and maybe we weren't seeing. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't as profitable as, as yeah. the effort that you were putting yeah. in. But that's, that wasn't the, like the issue wasn't for me, like in terms of our marriage and our relationship, that business, that business was great because it, it kept you goal, goal oriented. It kept you moving forward. It, it made you interested in the things that I was interested yeah. in terms of fitness. And that was really cool to me and yeah. I love that the issue was is how much time you were spending like so because it's kind of social media driven mm-hmm. and the time that you spend on there so for anybody that's doing anything where you have to connect with people online uh, is creating boundaries is the thing if you don't create boundaries I think the biggest thing so if I can encourage anybody out there with your spouse if you if they visually see you Here's one thing that bothered me. Oh, yeah. you're not going to finish that thought? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. In this, oh. in, t- in, a, in explaining that it bothered me, is when I would see you on your phone, somebody would ask you a question, you would immediately respond to them. So I like, know. Oh, man, she's so good about that. Like she's good at responding to these people. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with that. And then, hold on, let me finish my thought. Oh, okay. Then there would be somebody else. And you're like, oh, hold on, Jay. I got I to respond to this person real quick. Respond real quick. Give, give them a good answer. You'd research, whatever. Give them, give them the answer. I'd be at work. And I'm like, oh, Julie's always on her phone. She, she responds to people fast. Let me text her real quick. <laughs> I'll text her. And I'm like, man, it's been like 20 minutes. She didn't respond to me. Uh. And, I'm, and here's what a husband wants. He just wants the same level of treatment, at least equal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying go all out or anything, but man, at the very minimum, the equal amount of care that you're giving into that business. Mm-hmm. And that's when I say, what what will ruin a marriage? And with that type of business, that will ruin your marriage. The moment that your significant other feels like you're putting more attention into that than you, yeah. man. Yeah. You want resentment to set in in your spouse? Yeah. And, res- and hate the business that you're doing? That's the, that's the quickest way to do it. And it's hard on the other end because here you are. And I'm not, I'm not speaking for all women or men, but here I am. I'll speak for myself. Okay. Uh, here I am working really hard. I've, I'm doing something for myself. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helping me become a better person. Um, and then like, you're going to complain that I'm doing something like, you know, and so I think for us, it was really hard uh, for me to accept some of the criticism because I'm like for on my end I'm like well I'm doing what you asked me to do mm-hmm. you asked me to get to make money so I made this huge business and then it became it consumed me and then you said okay let's do something else so I think for me I worked really hard but I didn't realize 
that there needed to be boundaries set. You yeah. know, I, at the time I didn't realize that. And so we did start during that business. We did start sitting down and this is something that I feel like changed the course of the relationship between network marketing and our marriage for us was that we sat down and had a conversation and said, okay, this, so if your spouse isn't included inside your business, they mm. don't know that yeah. like on Wednesdays you're having a team call or on Sundays you're doing a live or whatever it is. So it may, it forced me to figure out what my work week was going to look like and prioritize what was most important and then communicate that to you. Yeah. So then I could say, okay, on Wednesday nights, I'm going to be leading a team call. I'm, I need you to, to handle the kids during that time, you know, and then, like making those clear so that by the time Wednesday came at 6 p.m., you already knew that that was what's happening. So it wasn't like some shock, like what yeah. now you're going to leave and go do that. And when we're all home, you know, so like I think that was one of the things that really helped us. Yeah. And to get the, the guy's perspective on that, I'm I'm working all day. I'm working a full time job and I come home and I feel like, oh, I'm just getting handed off the kids. That communication of me knowing what's going to happen on mm -hmm. Wednesday is very clear and I'm like okay I know even though I have a hard day work today I'm gonna help support guys please so even if here, here's the thing you got to support whatever they do yeah you have to support it like whatever whether it's it doesn't matter what they do support them because they're supporting you yeah even if you don't understand it yeah it's okay if it brings them joy if it if they're getting out of it what they're putting into it if mm -hmm. they are uh, helping other people, if they're improving the world, building community, building community, like, man, support them mm -hmm. because you don't know what that's going to turn into. And we'll, I, I guess as, as we talk about this more, like, man, like it turned into so much more, but support them yeah. because whatever you do that you want them to support you. So su support them for sure. But from a man's perspective of coming home and then like getting handed off to the kids, no, no guy wants that. But if you communicate what's going to be happening, then it's clear. And I'm not like surprised. And I don't feel like you're just pawning them off on me. It is a partnership and we're yeah. communicating. That, and you're hey, a great dad anyway. You wanted to hang out with them, but you would want it to be with all of us. So yeah, I think us having that conversation and being open and communicating what, what our schedule looked like forced me to know what my schedule was first of all, yeah. and to be able to communicate that to you. So I can see how, in a marriage where maybe there's not that kind of communication, there can be in place of that resentment. Yeah. And then holding that in because maybe you don't want to tell your spouse that you resent them for working so hard um, because it sounds ridiculous, but you're like really having a hard time. So I think that's where marriages, I've seen it. I've seen marriages fail because of poor communication when it comes to direct sales. It goes either way though. So even if, uh, if I'm, if somebody's working in, you know, the industry somewhere out there and they're like long days, you can get, you could resent their job either way. So it doesn't, totally. it doesn't matter what job the job is. Yeah. It's communication and making sure that they know exactly what you're doing. And it's not like, Oh, I have a surprise business trip, man. You do that to a woman. You, you're going to mess with their head. Yeah. Like guys out there, if you don't communicate that type of stuff, they're going to think, Oh, he's going on an impromptu business trip. <laughs> I know that that happens, yeah. but man, you watch enough movies a business trip is not just a business yeah. trip. <laughs> and I think when it comes to direct sales um, and network marketing, it's different because you are your own boss. You are the leader of your hours, your time. Mm -hmm. 
And so you really can work all hours of the day if you want. And so I think there has to be some sort of discipline for both, for everyone. If your spouse is telling you that he feels like you're working too hard or that you're working when you're sitting down at the table, like I think that's the biggest lesson I've tried to learn recently and I'm nowhere near good at it, but I feel like I now have dedicated one full day off, mm-hmm. which was a big deal for me. That was really hard for me to do and we've talked about it and so Fridays are my day off and then not like some of the things that you've told me like don't have your phone at the dinner table or yeah you know if we're going to the movies don't talk you know touch your phone and so we've kind of like communicated those things where you're not feeling loved if I'm on my phone yeah and so it's made me make that a priority for us so that we can communicate about those things yeah the craziest thing always used to be to me was You'd say, hey, can we watch this TV show? And I'm like, sure, yeah, we can watch that. And I'd sit down next to her. We used to watch, uh, I don't know, but we used to watch different TV shows. And I would sit down next to her. She doesn't look at the TV show one time. Maybe mm-hmm. it glances up and she's on her phone. And I'm like, whoa, did you just see what happened? And I look over and she's just like. Oh. We'd watch Arrow. Arrow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we watched Arrow and yeah. I think Revolution. Anyways, I'm glad you watched a show that I wanted to watch. But you really weren't watching it. Yeah. And, that, and I was totally was, it was, it was totally me. And because I had had that, it was hard for me because I had that customer service mindset from house of jars. So I thought, well, someone messaged me, I have to respond. And it's taken me a lot of years to know that people don't need a response right at that minute in that second. And honestly, people really and truly respect boundaries. If like I tell, I was so scared to tell my team I was going to take Fridays off, right? Like, oh, how are they going to function without me? Like, so funny. Um, But the minute that I said, I'm taking Fridays off, it's my family day. I'm, you know, dating my spouse during the day and we're we're doing something with the family at night. It was like, and I told my customers, like the more that I, I actually said that to them, the more they, I feel like they respected me. And then if I did respond to something on a Friday, they're like, it's your day off. Yeah. It's your day off. And I'm like, wow. Like they actually realized, you know, that that's really what I was doing. So wait, hold on though. If you knew it was my day off, why'd you ask me a question? I know. Right. (laughs) Just kidding. They they usually say like, don't answer this until, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, but for us, I feel like that is what has kept our marriage strong during this because, uh, it's very easy, especially in direct sales, to work really long hours and yeah. to ruin marriages. <laughs> yeah, it's still in, in process. There's definitely areas that we maybe don't realize today that could get better or that can change. Mm-hmm. But as we I mean, evolve in the process, we'll find out what those areas are and what those things need to change and you know, be freed up to do things better, wiser, and with better communication but the bottom line is just communicating the things that you're going to do the time that you're going to spend and setting the boundaries like like what we talked about at Mm -hmm. the dinner table at uh, if you're going to watch a movie or any of those other things the the one thing is and i think regardless of a phone regardless of social media regardless of a business something that ladies like to do and i think guys joke about this all the time is that you have every opportunity to talk to me throughout the day yeah It'd be 11 o'clock at night and I'm trying to go to sleep. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I remember. the conversations from the entire day, yeah. maybe the entire week, want to flood in. And then all of a sudden we're up to like 12, 1 o'clock talking about most of the things. And I, I think th- that's women in general, not direct sales. 
hold on though. I think there's this technique because there'd be times where I'm like, there's an Amazon box that comes to the front door and I'm like, what the heck did I, did I say yes to buying whatever this is inside this? So we'll open it up. And I'm like, Hey, um, I remember us talking about maybe needing this, but I don't remember us quite saying yes. Oh yeah. I remember we had a conversation about it. Yeah. The conversation never ended in the, yeah, let's go get that. It's just <laughs> like, that would be nice to have one day. Oh, that's funny. I don't remember very many of those. Times. Exactly. See, yeah. You disavow all knowledge of that happening. <laughs> We've gotten really, so it's funny because actually our relationship in spending has changed because when we were first married, it was like, we didn't even buy a stick of gum without telling the other person where the money went. That is true. We got really lax. We did. And then clearly we got really lax. Yeah. Based upon our last episode, clearly we got really lax. And then more recently we got back to a, hey, like it's not a stick of gum status, but like if there's anything that wasn't discussed uh, beyond like food and like standard things that we need, we discuss all of mm-hmm. that stuff, whether it even, even be spending, okay, we're talking about spending money, but even spending time, like where we spend our time, that's even yeah. communicated. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, and people are probably thinking, man, you guys, that's way too much. Like I can't have somebody govern my time like that, but there's freedom in telling the other person, like, this is what I'm doing with my time. And for them to say, yeah, that's cool. Instead of you just kind of like trying to steal your time away and feeling guilty, like, man, I'm over here doing whatever I'm doing and they probably want me to do this. But Julie will say like on a Saturday, even though it's officially like she can work, but she usually tries not to, she'll say, Hey, I'm going to do this for a little bit. Do you have something that a project or something you're trying to do today? And then I'll say, yeah. And I'll say, you know what? I'll just do that while you're doing Mm -hmm. that. So then we both can be done and we can hang out with each other. I mean, lately we haven't had that like one-on-one powwow on a specific day kind of situation, but like we have a family calendar now, so it's kind of changed, you know, over the years. We don't have to do the same things in the same way, but we do communicate with each other about major things. Like he knows, I, I try and keep a calendar of the exact same, like Wednesday nights are my team calls. Um, you know, once a month we have a workshop, like there's certain things that are like, happening um and so that has been good for us to be able to communicate with each other um but there were times when we didn't communicate and that that is the reason why we had to start was because Mm -hmm. it was we could see it going down that path because you can easily resent people for yeah working so hard let's talk about uh money because here's what happens when somebody feels like like i'm not working a traditional job so should that money really be contributed to the family because i'm kind of doing something on the side it's not really like like this is my money mm-hmm. i have felt fell into that for sure like um especially if you're not making like that much it's it's 500 bucks a month like yeah you're making mine. eight grand it's just 500 this is my money. I get to spend on whatever I want without asking, but like, it's, it's not, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what you're making. So like, I don't need to talk to you about it. You feel like I did that? No, I don't, I don't actually, I don't think we ever did that really, mm-hmm. but I think that that's a trap that some people can fall into. I, I believe that if we're married, there needs to be enough trust that all of our money is our, it's our money. There is no your money. There is no my money and it, it's all ours, mm-hmm. you know? And the moment that you, you empower yourself just a little bit too much and say, well, I made this money. Yeah. Cause that would really suck if I came home and was like, no, you can't do nothing because I made this money. 
the mindset has to change. Yes, you might be a stay like this is before you were working. Yes, you might be a stay at home mom and I'm working. You're enabled me to work to provide for the family. And yeah. this is our money. You're working at home and I'm working at work. And whatever my income is, is our income. Like I'm really having it because you're earning the other half at home and I'm earning one half mm-hmm. in a traditional workplace. Mm-hmm. So. I think there's still room for having, you know, you can spend your whatever, however much you guys decide on on whatever you want. And there's no judgment. You get $200 a week or whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, Obviously, there should be some sort of budget. I think that's something. We haven't done that in so long. We should probably put that back in. (laughs) Oh, allowances? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have allowances anymore. I think that we're just more uh, responsible with the way that we uh, spend our money. We have a goal at the every at the end of every month that we want to save a certain amount and we just stay above that. Yeah. And I think we're doing it much better that way. Like everybody has their way to budget, but you have to have a budget mm-hmm. and you have to like limit yourself because you could easily spend 80% of your income on garbage and then save 10% and then give time 10% away to wh- whatever charity that you're giving it to or tithing, whatever that may be. But we've gotten to the point where we're like, man, like I want to do more. Mm-hmm. So you have to spend less to do more. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And we've gotten to that a discipline point where the reason why we don't talk about it as much because we don't buy as much. We really don't. So, no. but I can see like going back to the, I mean, things that could hurt, hurt your marriage. Mm-hmm. What, is there any other big things that you feel? Not off the top, but I think that like what I was just trying to say right then was, Saying that uh, the money is yours, because that's going to cause oh, I a see. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like thinking any money you make from a network marketing company is not going to be shared. <laughs> yeah, because it's oh, it's different. It's yeah. not different. He's he's enabling, or he or she, because there's men that yeah. do multi level marketing as well. But he or she is at at work, so that is enabling you to do that from home, and so it's still mm-hmm. you're having your income between the two of you, no matter what. Like it's shared. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I think that it's it's hard. I mean, for me anyway, it had been hard to I found myself in a place where I couldn't be good at all the things. I could I wasn't being a good mom because I was not present with mm-hmm. them. I wasn't being a good wife because I wasn't clearly 100% present. I wasn't being I like I couldn't even be good at what I was working at because I wasn't present in any of those. So I think my word for 2020 is intentional. And in my mind, I think of that as when I'm working, I'm intentional about work. When I'm with my family, I'm intentional about being present with my family. When I am, um, you know, doing whatever else, like just spending one-on-one time with us together, then I'm intentional in that time. And that's something that I have to work on because I want to be good at, at not just one thing. I don't want to leave this earth and for someone to say, wow, she was a really great leader in her network marketing company, (laughs) but that's it. You know, like she wasn't a great mom because she worked so hard. Yeah. Like I want to make sure that I'm spending, like we don't have that much time left with our kid, with our kids. And that has become so apparent with me lately. Like I want to make sure that I'm, yes, I'm showing them what hard work, hard work and dedication look like. I want them to know what that looks like, but I also want them to know that their mom is present and there for them no matter what. So I think that's where I 
that's what like what I feel right now is like being intentional with your time and I think that's going to help your marriage too in the long run. Yeah. Um, this is definitely going to go past our normal time. So this is going to be in two parts. Okay. We're going to split it up because the next portion of this I think is like the, the climax of everything we've been talking about, like what it, what it comes to when you support each other, when you communicate and, and you work as a team. Mm -hmm. So uh, thank you for listening once again to the threefold collective podcast. We will have part two in the next one. So we will see you in the next one. Bye. See ya.